Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast. Today, Sarah and I are going to talk about site visits, which is some jargon that we're going to explain really soon. And as always, please stick with us until the end when we're going to tell you what we're looking forward to. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Randy. So what our loyal listeners might not have realized is you've had a big month. Yes, I have. Yes, you have. Oh, so <laughs> it took me a I was about to, to say out. you've become a mom, and you have. You've become a mom to new, to two new puppies. Oh gosh, yeah. It's either a really good thing, or I'm just out of my mind, crazy. <laughs> yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, we um, brought home an eight week old Brittany Spaniel, and because I have sucker written across my face. <laughs> Um, decided to adopt the last one of a German wired-haired litter, so just brought Remy home. So we have Remy and Bo, um, who are brothers and hopefully not destroying things right now at home. <laughs> well, I can say it's been wonderful to have puppy season here at the foundation and their brothers. I'm going to count myself as a puppy auntie. Yes, I love when they, one at a time, they come in the office and we get to have puppy time. So. Yeah, yeah, it's good therapy for us. It has been. It's been lovely. Yeah, Penny hates it. but uh, Yes, yes. Penny <laughs> Lane is not enjoying puppy season at all, <laughs> but she could use a little conflict in her life. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay, every story needs a villain, and now her story has two puppy villains. Um, So today, what we thought we would talk to you all about is uh, the concept of site visits. Mm. And we know that that doesn't mean a lot outside of philanthropy. So what we're going to do is explain what a site visit is, and our goal is to demystify that um, because they're actually great and not scary at all. So Sarah, can you explain what we mean when we use the word site visit? Sure. I think for most people, when they talk about or when they hear the word site visit, they think like, land developer or, you know, some big corporation, you know, with hard hats going to check out sites, uh, potential sites. But in our world, in the world of philanthropy, it simply means just making a visit to an organization, um, one of our grantees or a newer organization um, that we're not familiar with and just really having a conversation, um, listening to all of the great ideas that this organization has for the future um, and, and, seeing maybe where the community foundation might fit in their in their long range plans. It's not we don't show up with a clipboard and you know, with a red pen and, and, and you know, poking around and, and looking through financials and stuff like that. It's purely a conversation. Right. So when you arrive somewhere for a site visit, are you looking to ding them? Are you looking for every little thing that could possibly be wrong or for something that is out of place? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Sometimes during the course of the conversation, those challenges or in, in some cases failures might come out, um, but that's not what we're looking for. Um, we're looking just to really see what's on the horizon, check out new space, um, check out... Um, see grants in action, actually. So if we go mm-hmm. to a youth center and we've, um, for example, provided funding for a summer program, um, maybe we're there just kind of like watching and learning and, and seeing all the wonderful things that um, have been made possible through grant making. And I know I can speak for myself and I believe I can speak for Sarah a bit when I say, when I leave a site visit, I'm a little more in love with whatever I just visited, even if they're in the ma- middle of major problems or turmoil. And that project always becomes like my favorite. Right. The, the drive home, yeah. they, all I'm thinking about is how much I enjoyed the experience and how much I 
respect what's happening there. And often, if times are tough and I am invited in, I'm even more determined to help them through whatever that problem is. So like we talk about all the time, we want people to be honest with us and tell us what's really happening, even when we're right in front of them, not just on paper, but when we're there for a site visit. Exactly. Um, and actually, this morning I went on a site visit um, prior to coming in the office. Marty Chalk from the um, Elmira Civil War uh, Museum um, asked me to come in because they have started a new project. About five years ago, they, um, they rebuilt um, a building that was used during the, um, the Elmira Civil War camp right down by the mm-hmm. river. Um, and so now they are um, kind of across the street. There's a beautiful old home called the Foster House, uh, which has been beautifully renovated uh, by Jim Capriati. There are some gorgeous apartments. But they've also carved out a space in the house that's going to be used for a research library. So similar to um, what the Center for Mark Twain Studies does with Quarry Farm, they'll invite bloggers and writers and artists in who are Civil War history buffs. Um, They can stay right in the research library. There's a private bedroom, um, but then also work on you know, writing or whatever they might want to do while they're there and have full access to the to all the books that they have. Um, so this was a really, really cool visit. And of course, I left like feeling like I'm a big Civil War buff, which I'm not. I mean, I respect it, <laughs> right. but I'm like, yeah, Civil War. All right. <laughs> right. You remind me of our visit to Quarry Farm in the fall. Yeah. The same thing. We left saying, oh my gosh, yeah. look at all this amazing, you know, scholarly research taking place just yeah. up the hill that we were, it was pretty invisible to us until we got in, in the building. Right. Um, I'm reminded of a site visit we took together uh, to Potter's Hands yes. while that building was under construction. Um, and you really, as much as you read about a program and you read about a capital campaign, until you're in the space and you see it happening in front of you, it doesn't seem real. Right. So if you've enjoyed this conversation and you'd like to see a little bit more about site visits, I'll recommend that you visit our YouTube channel and check out a video called 45 Grants in 45 Hours. Essentially, that gives you a chance, and it's not 45 hours long, I promise. (laughs) It's about 17 minutes long. So uh, a good little thing to watch maybe while you're eating lunch or something like that. Um, But it allows you a window into us um, going on a number of site visits, not quite 40 the video project had a slightly different approach, um, but you do see a, a number of really fun site visits put together very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and one of those includes the Potter's Hand visit. Yeah. So that's what we do when we're on a site visit. Mm-hmm. And in future episodes of this podcast, we're going to take other terminology we use in philanthropy and do our best to demystify it a little bit and let you in on all of our trade secrets. Yeah. So with that, Sarah, what are you looking forward to in the next couple of weeks? So this is really exciting. Um, On June 15th will be Corning's very first Pride event festival, um, what have you. It's going to be from 12 to 4. Um, in Corning, all up and down Market Street, but the the primary like sort of meeting space is going to be right in Riverfront or Centennial Park, um, and this is going to be a day of just really celebrating our LGBTQ community members. Um, so there's going to be lots of fun events happening up and down Market Street. Um, it's sponsored by Planned Parenthood and also a host of Market Street businesses. So. 
um, really looking forward to that day. Yeah, I'm proud of the community for coming together and creating that event. Elmira has had Pride events in the past, so I want to give a shout out to our friends uh, on the eastern side of our region. Uh, But this is the first time Corning is taking this on, and um, it's it's a good thing to be doing in 2019. Um, How about you? Well, a few weeks beyond Pride, it really becomes graduation season. Um, For anyone who's listening that isn't local, our graduations are much later than they are uh, in in southern states. Mm -hmm. Our kids graduate the last week of June, typically, from high school in New York State. And so um, all over our region, we have so many school districts Mm -hmm. and and so many high schools that will be handing kids their cap and gown, and they'll be moving their tassels to the other side and families will be celebrating a huge achievement. I think sometimes in our world we've lost track of what an accomplishment it is to finish high school. Um, And it's less than 100 years since high school really became a part of our culture. Um, Only a few generations ago there was no assumption someone went to high school. And in our community um, the majority of people don't have a degree beyond high school. Mm-hmm. So it's a big accomplishment and it's a big deal for families and it's a big deal for kids. Mm-hmm. Some are going to be going on to college or the military, but many are also going to be going into the workforce. And it's a, a moment, um, a marker of adulthood that deserves to be celebrated by all of us. Mm-hmm. Sure. So as you drive around, I know I get really excited when I see all the little barbecues happening. Um, it's such a visible weekend of celebration celebration. Um, If there's someone near you, maybe your next door neighbor or down the street, someone is celebrating a graduation, make sure you add your little uh, moment of of excitement to to them. Um, And don't just think, well, everyone graduates from high school. No, for this particular person, they have put in 13 years of work when toward you this think moment, of that, right? Wow, that's that's a huge. Deal. It's a huge, huge deal, and um, I have a very special person graduating. So I'm going to take one last second here to celebrate and give a shout out to Emmy Driscoll. She's the first of the people, you know, uh, as a mom, um, she was the first kindergartner, and now she's the first graduate. So Emmy, I'm very proud of you, and can't wait to see you in your cap and gown at the end of June. So thank you all for listening until the end and sticking with us. Um, We really appreciate that you're part of us. And if you ever have an idea for an episode, please reach out, Um, particularly through social media. You can find us on Facebook or on Instagram if you check out um, at philanthrocat. So uh, find us on one of those platforms. Tell us if you'd like to hear something from the deep tracks of philanthropy. And until next time, thank you for listening to the Good Works Podcast. Thank you.